podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Quick Take Hot Take is back for a second season. If you guys are relatively new to listening to the show, uh, for all Big 12 games played during the work week, school week, whatever you want to call non-Saturday games, we do instant reaction. We will come to you at halftime and immediately following the game and publish the show as quickly as we can, always the night of the game, and it is back. Uh, Last season had a lot of wild swings, including the biggest comeback in K-State basketball history. So hopefully we have some eventful quick take hot takes for you. Uh, Before we get into the show, this is brought to you by mybookie.ag. They've been riding with us longer than any other sponsor. Use promo code CHAIR for your 100% deposit match up to $1,000. Folks, you got all the college basketball in front of you. You got some NFL playoffs. You got the college football championship game. You have NBA, so much good stuff to gamble on. So go over there and sign up and use promo code CHAIR because that directly helps out our show. Uh, Now here's the best intro in all of podcasts, and then you'll be hearing me talk about that first half uh, very soon. The moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix Please put your hands together and make a little noise For your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys Ooh, Bosco's boys Come on, boys Boom, it is halftime of the K-State-TCU game. Like I said, it is the quick take, hot take. Uh, Scott here, Grant, is not uh, able to participate tonight, and it's probably for the best. I am envious of him. At halftime, it is 35-25 TCU. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing good about this uh i mean it's just depressing what this season has turned into uh this podcast was very optimistic coming into the season uh it's just uh, i don't know you're, you're you're at a loss for words um, the first real big thing that happened, it was before the game even started, Antonio Gordon um, ruled out with a shoulder injury. They're hoping he's going to be back for the Texas game on Saturday. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I, I don't think his inclusion to the, today would make it any better. Uh, down 10 at half. Uh, your starters were McCall Maywin, Xavier Seed, uh, Montavious Murphy, Mike McGurl, Cartier Jada. That is the starting lineup that they've rocked with um, as long as everyone has been healthy all season. Uh, so not, not much of a surprise there. Um, and I don't know if this should be a surprise. Um, I At this point, I... I just don't know, and I hate talking about him like this, uh, 
because he is an electric player. He's one of the most talented players, and it's a shame that his junior season has kind of transpired like this. But Cartier Jada, you know, he had two early fouls. He didn't even put up a field goal attempt, and he also had two turnovers as well. Um, Bruce Weber said it a couple weeks ago. It is tough to be on the billboard, and uh, there's there's no way to sugarcoat it anymore. Cartier Jada has not been able to handle uh, the spotlight. He has not been able to handle the role as the guy. I mean, yes, he was last week's Big 12 Player of the Week for what he was able to do versus Tulsa, but uh, he followed it up with a dud when they needed it most versus Oklahoma, then turning around and giving absolutely nothing uh, just in the first half of this game versus TCU, a team that uh, K-State should be able to compete. They had to go to overtime to beat Iowa State, who's the worst team in the conference this year. Uh, And you're down by 10 at halftime, getting absolutely nothing from a guy who uh, most people were calling the best player on the team, and you definitely knew you were going to have to lean on him. Um, With Antonio Gordon out, you saw a lot of Levi Sockert early. He has two points, but he picked up two cheap fouls. Again, um, Levi Sockert is who he is. Uh, you even saw real minutes from Pearson McAtee uh, in the first half, like before the under-12 timeout. Uh, that's where that's where you really get frustrated. Um, I'm a big, I've turned into a big defender of Bruce Weber, and um, we've seen with this most recent recruiting class and the recruiting class that's going to be coming in next year, recruiting take get an uptick. But you you have to call a spade a spade with the attrition, with the wasted scholarships on Shad and Love. uh, You're in a position where you're having to play Pearson McAtee in the first half, you know, in the first eight minutes of a Big 12 game. Um, You're not going to win uh, Big 12 games if your roster, uh, you know, is comprised of situations like that. Uh, it's not fun to say. I hate saying this type of stuff, but, uh, you know, I, you can't have any credibility talking about sports uh, without calling it like you see it at times. So um, just the overall depressing first half. The one kind of bright spot would be Xavier Sneed. He has 10 points uh, in that first half. He has two rebounds. uh, But you even look at that, he was two of six from the field. Uh, You know, props to him and, uh, you know, props to David Sloan as well. Eight of nine from the free throw line. When you've struggled from the free throw line this year, that's good. Um, Again, if you're reaching for positives. But at the end of the day, you're eight of 23 from the field. And you are one of eight from three-point range. Um, Being eight of nine from the free-throw line isn't going to cut it. Um, TCU, seven of 16 from three. 
14 of 32 from the field. There's zero of uh, three from the free throw line, but who cares? Um, they have seven offensive rebounds, uh, 14 total rebounds, just not boxing out on the offensive glass. You're giving them multiple shots at the bucket every time down the floor, and that's just not going to cut it. Um, I like the aggressiveness of Montavious Murphy and Dejuan Gordon, both of which got a lot of minutes, but you saw in that first half how there's still a little loss on the defensive end of the floor. Um, They're switching when they shouldn't. They're not getting back. Um, Sometimes when they should be switching, they're not. They're caught just looking at the ball and losing track of uh, the guy they're supposed to be defending. And those are freshman mistakes. That's going to happen. But eventually, they're going to have to step up. It's the second game in Big 12 play. Um, I was on the podcast that dropped on Monday talking about how I want to go all in on playing the three freshmen. Um, You can't do that if you're going to have those mental mistakes. Again, I like the aggressiveness, uh, but you you can't in this system and the way K-State play basketball ever fall asleep on the defensive end. Um, We've seen it. you know, it is what it is. It's not going to turn around. The offense is not going to come this season. So if you're going to try to win, it has to be on the defensive end. There's no nobility in losing games. Um, even at this point, uh, you're staring down the barrel of, you know, 16 and a half or, yeah, 16 and a half more uh Big 12 games with nothing tangible to play for except for uh, pride and putting yourself in the position to rebound next year. Um, But eventually you need these young guys to figure out uh, what's going to be the hallmark of this team moving forward, which is defense. I do want to give a, you know, shout out to David Sloan. His early in the season defensive woes seem to have been figured out um, with Cartier Jada, two fouls, and being ineffective. You saw a lot of David Sloan, and I thought he played really well. I think think we're getting to the point where you have to say, hey, uh, K-State's at its best, at least on offense, when he's on the floor uh, in – being the primary ball handler, uh, I think he needs to start being in the starting lineup, at least, you know, after seeing how much he played versus, uh, in the first half versus TCU. Uh, does that mean Mike McGurl goes to the bench? Does that mean Cartier Jada goes to the bench? I don't know. I don't have those answers. Um, it is a little disappointing. Mike McGurl, who, uh, you know, we've been clamoring, hey, he's hot, let him shoot. He's 0 for 2 from the field. Not something you like to see, but his hustle's there. He's leading the team with four rebounds right now. Uh, McCall Maywean, uh, again, it's you see the good Mac, the bad Mac. He has six points. He's been efficient when he's gotten the ball down the low post, but he has two turnovers. Um, he turned the ball over, I think, on his first touch of the game. Uh, again, you, you see the flashes. If Casey's going to try to make some sort of a comeback, we're going to need him out there. We're going to need him to box out and get some rebounds because he only has one rebound out there. Just getting demolished on the offensive glass. Like I said, 
TCS seven offensive rebounds and the way this team plays, you're you're not going to win giving extra offensive possession. So um, that's about all I have for this first half. Um, it's 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 not pretty. I I don't know, guys. It's it's just not great. Um, you know, I'll I'll be back at the end of the game uh, to wrap it up, but I I don't see this one. I don't see this one going to the cats. I, I'm I'm really starting to get afraid for uh, what the rest of the season is going to look like. Um, it's it's not pretty. It's it's definitely not pretty. But uh, stay tuned. And uh, when you're listening to this, hope hopefully as a couple times last year, uh, I look like a fool. And uh, they came back, and some of the folks I ragged on had a big second half. Uh, so fingers crossed, uh, hold your breath, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll see what happens. Uh, we are back. Um, man, TCU just just tipped in after a uh, missed missed shot um, after a David Sloan three-pointer that tied the game. Um, I just... Oh, just, just devastating second half. Um, yeah, hold TCU to right around... 20% shooting and you're above 50% shooting and you can't find a way to get to overtime or win. Um, you know, that's what happens when you dig yourself such a massive hole. Uh, yep, 52% from the field in the second half. Um, sadly, it's a little bit of a flip of the script from the first half. TCU was able to get to the free throw line and hit shots almost uh, almost exclusively for their offense in the first half. That's obviously a bit of an exaggeration because uh, they hit some massive threes due to uh, you know defensive lapses. Uh, TC just called their final timeout. Uh, there's two seconds left. Uh, just, just a game that hurts a lot. Um, second half, you saw some great moments from a handful of guys. McCallum and Ween really had a good second half. But again, as this entire season has gone so far, is not the fact that he got to double digits. It was a very costly, unforced turnover that you kind of get the lasting impression from him. Uh, Dejuan Gordon has been massive. He had a couple big steals and a couple big buckets in this game. So here comes uh, two seconds left. Mike McGurl's inbounding. He's running around. Gets into David Sloan. He's running. Gets a three up. Not even close. Oh, what a... Oh, this just hurts. Um, This is the first time TCU has ever been 2-0 to start Big 12 play since they came in. This is 
This is a bad one, folks. You look at the schedule, and all of a sudden, you're scratching your head. Again, it's college basketball. You're going to find wins in Big 12 play. But uh, losing on the road to OU and... Uh, and losing at home to TCU, you can't start. It, uh, just, uh, I, I'm just at a loss for words. Just, just not great. Um, just not great. Uh, props to Xavier Sneed. He had a massive game. Uh, true leader. You feel bad uh, again. He's had three massive games back-to-back-to-back to back to back and uh, two losses to start Big 12 play in his senior year. Just feel for the guy. Uh, you feel for the entire team. They really did put in a great effort um, in that second half. Uh, you do have to criticize Cartier Jada's decision to very lazily go for a steal to get his fifth foul. Um, you, you can't do that. You have to be more mature. You have to be smarter. That's going to be one that uh, you look back on and just kind of scratch your head and try to figure out, you know, what what was he thinking? Um, yeah, just, oh, man. This is going to be a long basketball season. Mike McGurl ended up going 0 for 3, no points. Um, again, you hate to see that. You you. Try try to kind of shoehorn Mike into something that uh, you want him to be. Maybe not that, not not what he really is, and uh, that that sucks. Um, the one one maybe the biggest takeaway uh, from this game is how great David Sloan was. Um, he ended up with eight points, but again. His defense has just leaps and bounds beyond where he was uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, I mentioned earlier, Dejuan Gordon, he has uh, four points, uh, you know, just massive when they came. He ended up with, uh, let's see, six total rebounds for the freshman. Great for him. And one big steal. Uh, Levi Stockard. Uh, just four points, two blocks. Cartier Jada ended up with five points, uh, two rebounds, four assists, three steals, but four turnovers, five fouls, two of five from the field. Uh, McCall Maywin, like I said earlier, ended up having a pretty solid game on offense, but again, uh, just too many turnovers, uh, not enough rebounds. Uh, Montavious Murphy ended up with seven points. His defense was a lot better in the second half, um, which is what you want to see. At this point, you really have to be looking at the guys who are going to be back next year and uh, just start looking for development, start looking for uh, hope when it comes to those guys. Um yeah, I there, there's no way to get around it. Uh, it, it. It's it just it just sucks to be back in this position. Um, we've been there before. Um, I'm not naive to think that we'll 
we won't be in this situation again, but uh, it just it just sucks. Uh, ha- having a basketball team that you come into the season with hopes uh, basically fall flat, uh, it, there's no way around it. It's going to be a long winter. Um, you know, Bramlage was barren tonight, and I'm sure it's only going to get worse throughout the season. Uh, content among, or you know, contempt amongst the fan base is going to be there. The infighting surrounding Bruce is going to be there. It's just uh, you're we're in for a long winter. There's no other way around it. Um, if I was going to come up with some sort of uh, you know overarching hot take for the game, I mean, I would say that it's time uh, to insert David Sloan into the starting lineup and uh, at least. At, you know, coming out of this game, maybe sit Mike McGurl. Um, if you have any hopes of salvaging Cartier Jada and his upperclassmen uh, years, I don't think you can uh, bench him. I don't think you can move away from him. Um, but again, I'm not the coach. I'm not inside his head. I'm not sure what's going on there, but... Um, I think I think we've seen that uh, we're at our best on offense when David Sloan's out there. So it's time to either move uh, Mike McGurl or Cartier Ajada out of the starting lineup and insert uh, David Sloan. Um, so that would be my overarching hot take. Again, uh, another single-digit loss. I mean, a two-point loss. Um Coming off of the five-point loss versus Oklahoma, you lose to St. Louis by three. You lose to Mississippi State by six. You lose to Marquette by eight. Uh, Just, oh, man, lose to Pittsburgh by four. It's it's close. And, and again, any tangible thing to – play for in the 2019-20 season. It's gone. We're not going to the NIT. We're not going to the NCAA tournament. Um, and to to come to that realization, 14 games into the season, two games in a Big 12 play, it, uh, it, it's just a gut punch. Uh, and it, it's, it makes it even worse when you look at how close you were. And, uh, you know, what, what would have – what would the change have been if uh, David Sloan would have came in 100% healthy instead of having a nursing injury? What would have happened if uh, Montavious Murphy didn't get hurt right when he was finding his stride? What would happen if Antonio Gordon had been battling a couple things as well? Um, Just a lot of what-ifs. But at this point, again, you have to try to find the positives where you can about the uh, players who are going to be returning and then also – enjoying watching Xavier Sneed play in the final games of his career. Again, um, he's not going to go out the way he wanted to. Um, he wanted to be a four-time uh, NCAA tournament participant, but that's just not going to happen. But you do have to appreciate what Xavier Sneed is bringing you game in, game out. Uh, 19 points, you know, led the team in rebounds as well. Uh, you know, he, he, he truly gave it all, his all, and uh, – I mean, enjoy watching the final games of his career, but it's it's just disheartening that it's going to be uh, all for naught. Um, game on Saturday versus Texas again. 
your morale, uh, your hopes are rock bottom. I, 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 I don't foresee any way you get that win. Uh, and it's just depressing. It's, uh, you know, this is one of the low feelings as a sports fan when you're looking and basically saying, hey, you still have half the season left, uh, more than half the season left, and uh, you've kind of lost all hope for any tangible highs. Uh, so um, that that's it for this uh, very depressing Quick take, hot take. Um, at the end of the day, this comes back to Bruce's ability to recruit. I mean, it's just bad. Yeah, you get so many scholarship spots, and you have like seven or eight that are truly worthy of it. It's just, just not great. Um, you got to think that it's going to turn around. You, I, I truly do believe it will next year. Uh, but, you know, you're sitting here on January 7th already looking towards next year, and that's not fun. But we're going to keep going. Uh, we'll be back uh, episode on Monday uh, talking uh, the Texas game, any other stuff that pops up. Uh, so, again, uh, it's going to be rough. Uh, quick take, hot takes definitely will not be nearly as fun as they were last year, but uh, hopefully we can start finding some positives and hopefully uh, we can get Grant back on here to maybe be the positive one. That's a, It's always fun when uh, the roles get to change there. But uh, we love you guys. Meet Grant the Cathead. Uh, have a good rest of your weekend. Uh, we'll see you on Monday. Sports Social Podcast Network.